You are listening to Angie's Campfire Stories, a podcast for kids by kids. I am your host, Angela Alvarez, and I'll be sharing a scary story with you each week. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or any other platform that you can get your podcast from. This week's episode is called A Not-So-Happy Ending. You have all heard the story of Cinderella. Most of us know it very well. The daughter of a rich man who was orphaned and mistreated by her cruel stepmother and two stepsisters, raised to be a servant, to dress in rags and slave away in her own home. You all have heard about the magic night when she attends the royal ball in a horse-drawn carriage wearing those beautiful glass slippers. How she meets the prince, runs off without her glass slipper, and eventually marries the prince. And of course, you have heard how she lives happily ever after. But that is not the way some say the story goes. What if I told you that on the night of the royal ball, it was not her fairy godmother who came to visit Cinderella. What if I told you it was a different sort of visitor who showed up that night? A visitor who planted a seed of darkness in her heart. Cinderella was sitting by the well in front of her house, crying so loudly she didn't hear someone approaching her in the dark. He was a man with a devilish smile, a thin mustache, and dressed in an elegant black suit and a top hat. Madam, madam, why do you cry? (laughs) Huh? Oh, hello. Forgive me, I didn't see you. The mistress is not in at the moment. Oh, that's okay. I wasn't looking for the mistress. I was looking for you. For me? But how may I help you, sir? I hate to see such a young girl like you in distress. Why are you not at the royal ball tonight like the rest of the pretty young girls around here? Oh, I, I, I cannot go. The mistress would not allow it. And I don't have anything to wear or a way of getting there. Oh dear, well maybe I could help. I just so happen to be a tailor, and my carriage right over there is full of the most beautiful dishes you'll ever see. As for a ride to the royal castle, I can take you myself, as I am on my way there tonight. Uh, I could not do that. I would be in so much trouble if I were seen there. Now, now, come on over here to my carriage. I'll introduce you to my assistant. She will fix you right up, and we'll be on our merry way to the castle. He offered his arm. He smiled with his eyes. She stood up and started walking with him to his carriage. Now, since I am so kind to help you, would you help me by playing a game with me? A game? What kind of game? And what if I lose? If you lose, nothing happens. You will stay here living in rags with the mistress, eating scraps off her table. But if you win, everything will be as you wish it. Cinderella smiled. This sounds too good to be true. No, my dear, it is very true. I love a good card game, but I never find anyone who wants to play with me. So what do you say? What have you got to lose? He led her to the carriage. The carriage was much bigger on the inside than it seemed. 
It was full of exotic curtains and fancy furniture. The air smelled of biscuits and muffins. He led her to a chair. Sit, darling. Just a quick card game. That's all. All right, but just a quick game. Excellent. Now I'm going to give you free cards, and I'm going to hold free cards. The first one to guess the other's cards wins. Cinderella stared at her cards. She had no idea how she was supposed to guess his cards. Okay, okay, you go first, madam. He said excitedly. Uh um. Cinderella closed her eyes. Suddenly, in her mind's eye, she saw free cards. Are you holding the Queen of Hearts, the Ace of Spades, and the Seven of Diamonds? Fantastic! The man shouted. You are natural. Those are precisely my cards. And he laid them down for her to see. Wow! I just guessed. She said in shock. You young lady are amazing. No one has ever beat me on the first round. But a deal is a deal. Let me show you to my assistant. She will take your measurements. By the time we arrive at the ball, you will be dressed and ready. Cinderella was ecstatic. She walked over to the corner of the carriage, where a plump woman with a measuring tape was waiting for her. The man stepped out of the carriage and drove the horses to the castle. Once in front of the castle, he opened the carriage door for Cinderella, and just like in the story we all know so well, there she stood with her glass slippers and her dazzling dress. Now there's one more thing. I am not going to be here when the ball ends. You will need to find your way home on your own. But since you won my card game, anything you wish for will come true. Anything I wish for? Cinderella asked. The man smiled. Let's just say it's a little gift from me to you for being such a good card player. Just be careful what you wish for. Cinderella went off to the ball. She danced with the prince. It was all going so well. But right before midnight, her stepmother recognized her and tried to rip off her dress in front of everyone. Cinderella ran off. Lost her glass slipper and made it home by wishing for a carriage to appear. It worked just like the man had told her it would. When her stepmother and stepsisters arrived home from the ball, Cinderella wished for their memories of the night to be erased. It worked to her surprise. With these new powers, Cinderella could be free of their wickedness. She wished them to be too sick to leave their beds. It worked. But when they started calling out for Cinderella, she wished them to lose their voices. It worked again. When the king's men showed up at their doorstep with the glass slipper, Cinderella tried it on and was immediately recognized by the prince. The wedding was arranged, and Cinderella moved into the castle within a few days. But Cinderella was not satisfied. Her stepmother and stepsisters had to be punished for all their wicked deeds. She wished for them to be sent to work in the fields, and so they were. But even then, Cinderella was still not satisfied. Every morning, she awoke in her castle and thought of different ways to take revenge on her stepmother and stepsisters. She wished for them to break their bones, and then she wished for them to be healed. She wished for them to have their eyes eaten by crows, and then she wished for their eyes to grow back. 
She wished for them to eat cockroaches and worms every day, and then she wished for them to starve. She wished for machines that could stretch their arms apart, and she wished for doctors to sew them back together. She wished every evil thing she could wish upon them, and when she ran out of ideas, she wished for darker and more evil ideas. But with each evil wish she made, her heart grew darker and darker. She soon stopped caring for her new life with the prince. Her new golden riches did not matter to her anymore. All of her thoughts and desires were about her stepmother and stepsisters. One day, the man with the top hat showed up to visit the stepmother and stepsisters. Madams, madams, why do you cry? And when they told him about Cinderella's wishes, he told them that he wanted help. If only they would play a card game with him. If they could guess his free cards, everything they would wish for would come true. He told them. So they pulled their free cards, and the stepmother saw his free cards in her mind's eye. Are you holding a two of hearts, a three of clubs, and an ace of diamonds? Fantastic! He shouted. Those are precisely my cards. No one has ever beat me on the first round. He smiled. But a deal is a deal. He waved his hand in the air. Now be careful what you wish for, madams. And he rode away. It's been more than three hundred years since this story took place, and legend has it that if you listen carefully at night, you can hear Cinderella screaming as the crows in her eyes every night, just as she used to wish the same upon her stepmother and stepsisters. Ah!